Good morning and welcome to 7 News. Survivors of a deadly fire which has engulfed a rundown apartment block in Johannesburg have told how they jumped out of windows to escape the flames. At least 74 people have been killed, as Hugh Whitfeld reports. Twelve children are reported to be among the dead. The fire engulfed the five-storey building at night, so many of those inside were asleep. Eyewitnesses say that locked gates trapped people inside the compound. More than 50 people were injured. Then I saw people uh, jumping and other people screaming and other people crying. And then I saw dead bodies. People are just being evacuated, the death toll is rising. So I'm actually very anxious. I, I don't know if my daughter is alive. Officially, the building was classed as empty, but authorities say cartels or gangs had hijacked the building and were charging migrants rent to sleep rough. Dodgy electrical connections are among the possible causes. The president of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, visited the scene. He's described the fire as tragic and unprecedented. House prices are continuing to bounce back ahead of the spring selling season. The latest data shows a 3.5% jump in property prices nationally so far this year. As Georgie Chumley reports, Brisbane's leading the way. Good morning. We've seen a huge increase in interstate as well as overseas migration here in Queensland and that coupled with a 40% decrease in the number of properties being listed on the property market has really seen prices soar. Since before the pandemic, prices have risen by 50% in Brisbane. We've also seen consecutive property price rises over the past eight months to August. Uh, and then on top of that, we've completely recovered any losses that we saw in the middle of last year with property prices rising by around 4% over the past 12 months. That's been echoed across much of the country. In Sydney, property prices rose by around 5% over the past year. Perth and Adelaide saw price rises as well. But in locations like Melbourne and Hobart, they actually saw price decreases over the past year. This is all, of course, on the first day of spring ahead of what is traditionally an incredibly busy real estate selling season. Georgie Chumley reporting there. The federal government's won a battle with pharmacists over its 60-day dispensing policy. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Hello to you, Rob. Uh, now, the changes which come into effect today will deliver Australians with chronic health conditions very big savings. Yeah, that's right, Sally. Essentially, this is a two-for-one deal. Patients are now able to buy twice the amount of medication for the cost of a single script. The government says six million Australians now stand to save about $180 per year per medication. And this is for common drugs that are listed on the PBS, used to treat everything from asthma to breast cancer, depression and diabetes. 100 of these medicines will have their costs halved from today. Another 200 will be added to the program over the next 12 months. It's good for their hip pocket, but it's also good for their health. We know that it will improve medication compliance by as much as 20%. But it will also free up millions of consults for GPs who are currently uh, uh, occupied issuing routine repeat scripts rather than dealing with more serious health conditions. Pharmacies spent months campaigning against this policy, saying allowing people access to double the amount of medication would lead to drug shortages. They've also been arguing the loss of dispensing fees will mean they'll have to push up the costs of uh, other products and services or even sack workers to compensate. But they've now accepted these new rules and they have suspended their campaign against the policy, agreeing to work with the government 
to deliver cheaper medicines without compromising the viability of chemists. They're going to try to recoup any losses in the next community pharmacy agreement with the Commonwealth. All pharmacists want cheaper medicines, but we need to do it in a way that doesn't adversely affect the services that Australians have come to rely on. We have pressed pause on that public information campaign so we can work in good faith with the government and those looking forward to the savings, just a reminder, the 60-day dispensing only applies to scripts issued from today onwards. Sally. All right. Thank you very much, Rob Scott and Canberra for us there.